Welcome to the Us Podcast with me, Kush. And me, Jerry. Uh, we're, we created this podcast because we wanted to talk about things we love. And today we're going to start off with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And s- starting off, we'll have our top ten favorite films. Uh, Jerry, you first. Coming you- in at my number ten, Spider-Man No Way Home. While I loved the crossover between all three Spider-Men and all the villains, um, I felt that there weren't either the villains had didn't have enough screen time, or the project didn't feel complete and it was a little chaotic. But overall, it is a top ten movie, and I I loved seeing um, the return of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. So. Breaking off into my top ten, we have Avengers. And I think the reason this film is so high is the plot is good, what the action is great, everything. But I think it's the nostalgia for me. I can remember being like, what, well, how long was this? Ten years ago now, actually. So what, seven, seven years old. And watching this movie in theaters my, with some of my friends for the first time. Jerry was there, my mm-hmm. brother was there, and uh, one of my older friends, Bryson, was there. And it was it was just amazing to see. I also loved when Hulk absolutely punched the crap out of Thor, and then the scene with Loki where he ragdolls him. him out, just gr- great. And I probably will never not like this movie. What about your number nine, Jerry. Coming in at number nine, we have the first Iron Man, being the first MCU movie to ever be created. I feel like this really was like the baseline for all Marvel movies. Um, I loved the uh, origins format that they used for Iron Man. The villain could have been a little better, but doesn't mean it's not a great movie. I remember Iron Man becoming one of my favorite superheroes at the time. You know, so. just just barely that mo- Iron Man just barely missed my top ten. But uh, it the great movie. Uh, I whenever when it originally came out, there was nothing like almost no marvel film that was better it was just it was just a classic at the time i think as time has gone on marvel has tried to utilize their origin f- formula a little bit too much and they just haven't done a good job at it yet uh, at replicating it like they mm-hmm. did with iron man so it also uh with obadiah was mediocre as a villain but mm-hmm. my number nine is cat america the winter soldier and I think this movie is phenomenal. It has amazing action scenes, especially the one Bucky cap fight on the bridge where he flips a knife. The score, the soundtrack is just amazing. It, it super intense. It has you feeling like you're there with them. And um, but the reveal of Bucky being the Winter Soldier was just such an emotional moment for Steve Rogers. And um, the Cap didn't want to leave his best friend, and I think. That's something that we all could feel relate to, relate to and feel at all at sometimes. Yeah. What about your number eight, Jerry? Um, coming in number eight would be Captain America: Civil War. Um, the reason it's ranked so low is um, <coughs> um, you won't forget that. Um, I think it was a personally great movie. Um, seeing all my favorite characters fight it out. Minus Thor and Hulk, but, you know, they were off-planet. But seeing how the characters' personalities go Clash? with their... Yeah. yeah. Oh. Go with their side on the on the Soviet Accords, 
I think it was really um, in character, plus the addition of Spider-Man and Black Black Panther. Panther. They were great. My number eight is Thor Ragnarok. Um, Taika just completely reinvented the Thor films after one one and two were just just dog water. And um, I really enjoy this movie. The comedy is great. Hell is great. Um, I don't like what they did with Hulk, really. He was good in this film, but they made it, played him off too as a joke. And I feel like I also want them to make him a little stronger than he is. His powers but, were cool, though, and that but, he didn't need Mjolnir. But, yeah, Thor was great. His powers were great. And, um, I, yeah, it was just a solid film. Comedy, funny, just everything you could ask for for a Marvel film. So that was my number eight. What about your number seven? Well, at number seven, we have Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, being one of the newer um, MCU projects. Um, it's actually ranked pretty low, but the visuals were just so great. The CGI was a little um, choppy at times, but that's okay. We'll get into that later. Um, um, for me, this Doctor Strange is actually my number seven as well. And I'm just going to go out ahead and throw out my number six, too, which is Thor Love and Thunder. And the reason, the, one of the reasons I love both these films so much is Marvel is trying something different. They're taking the superhero genre and branching out into two entirely different genres. Thor is a romantic comedy, and Doctor Strange is kind of like a horror, horror film. Movie. And, and, and Doctor Strange, the, the, the action's great in both movies. The, the way Wanda is just super deadly. Although her motivations can fall flat sometimes and just wanting to be with their children, um, everything else was great. The Illuminati fight was brutal. It was amazing to see Anson Mount back in the role of Black Bolt. And I, I, I think, think it was they great. Re- I think they a, redeemed uh, the Inhumans. Yeah, after that show, because that was horrible. But it, the, the ending was really great. And also, the character arc Doctor Strange went through, caring for America, even though he just met her, it really goes to show how much Spider-Man or Peter had an effect on him from No Way Home, where he, he didn't just want to be arrogant and selfish anymore. That was kind of the the kind of the faults of all the different Stranges you see in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And then let me continue with Thor. Uh, this movie was a romantic comedy. The comedy part was great, even though some of the jokes did fall flat. Um, <laughs> gore, gore was phenomenal. Christian Bale is a great actor. And then... When my favorite part of the movie was Jane and Thor's relationship. It was just so dynamic, and it kind of sucks that Jane died after the first film. But I mean, after the fourth one, I guess. But after was, her fourth, after was, her first film as Thor, it was it was it was it was amazing to see Thor care so much for Jane, and and then the best part of the movie was the second post credit scene that showed um, Jane didn't reach Valhalla from a dying in battle like a battle she reached Valhalla from her battle with cancer she didn't die to Jane I mean die to Gore she didn't even she tech she died because of cancer and her battle with cancer she technically beat it um but that's why she reached Valhalla and I think that's just beautiful writing it 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 goes really, to show that it, even superheroes aren't invincible. They're yeah, superheroes aren't invincible, and be, and the people with people who have cancer, they're they're fighting their own battles, and that's something everyone needs to understand. So, I think it was just a great great moment. What about your number six? Coming in number six, we have the Eternals. 
one of the more visually appealing uh, Marvel projects. Eternals was a beautiful story of war, personality, and just overall, um, what's it, um, overall love that um, yeah. even aliens can show for humans. Yeah, I, I, Eternals isn't in my top ten or even my top twenty, but I, I think I think it's a I really enjoy the film. The um, the like you said, the visuals are amazing, and um, although I think the show would the movie would work better as a TV show to explain the characters more, because we didn't get enough time with them. Um, everything else like Icarus, Icarus was just doing what he was told. The motivation was there. Cersei, Ajax, all of them, they just love the humans of Earth because how could they not? They've been on Earth for 7,000 years. And the relationship that was built between all of them was just great. Yeah, Gilgamesh's death was was heartbreaking. So it, was, it was sad. We wanted to see more of him. He was funny. He he was great. So, um, Sprite, Sprite's just annoying. I wish he yeah, would have died. But exactly. Just, she got uh, turned to a human, so it's okay. My number five is <coughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. And the reason it's this high is just, first of all, the story is amazing. It's about a people you might you thought you might never see together, come together in the prison. And um, it's, it's like the most original Marvel movie. And the comedy is amazing. The different, the ways the Guardians interact with each other is amazing star lord's interactions with gamora he loves her you can see that groot's interactions with raccoon rock, rocket raccoon um james gunn did a great job at getting the getting audiences to fall in love with um what a rock with a tree and a raccoon and it's it just such a heartwarming story heartfelt story and uh although ronan does is kind of a bad villain it could it's Gamora. They, they it's just, the the movie comes together as the whole as a whole really well, and it's about the Guardians, and you can see all the love and the reason they work so well together, and I think that's why it's so good. What about your number five? Um, my number five is actually surprisingly Ant Man. Um, the hero format is a little reused here, but it is it, it's really funny. Um, I think they. I think Ant-Man stands on its own as a standalone film and just introducing characters. I know that <clears throat> using the Iron Man format would be our main hero and its villain as pretty much a copy counterpart, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah, if I think I think you can enjoy Ant-Man more if you go into it looking at looking at its own original thing because if you ignore the fact that the villain of the movie Yellow Jacket, or I don't yeah, Darren, whatever his name is, he is. It's the the movie's extremely similar to Iron Man. The villains are just replicas of the original hero. They're both also just their motivations are also exactly the same. Yeah, Ant Man is a little bit more lovable. I think if this movie came out first, it would have been better. Cause, but, but it's it's used overused too much. And but the comedy <coughs> is great. Paul Rudd's great. Paul Rudd. Um, what, the guy Michael Douglas is great as Hank Pym, and on, I, w- I wish we could see more of him. He was, mm-hmm. he was really good. But going into my top four, we have uh, Captain America Three: Civil War, and uh, I think this movie just it the clashing of the characters. The Steve just loves Bucky so much he doesn't want him 
He doesn't want him to go away. And then the introduction of Black Panther and Spider-Man. Uh, amazing. That could not have been better. The clash... The I agreed with Captain America at first. Uh, the government shouldn't have control over the people. The people should have control over the people. And then at the end... But I disagree with Iron Man. But at the end, I you, you feel for Iron Man because... There's no reason Steve shouldn't have told him about his parents. Yeah. And then you understand why he's trying to kill Bucky. Uh, if out of if, a fit of rage, out it's of a, understandable. Exactly. I don't. I don't know if I would have done anything differently. And it's, it. That's what makes the, makes the motivation so good there for Tony at the end. And <coughs> seeing the clash, how they, drifted apart, was great. And um, the action was phenomenal. And. It, every character was done justice in this film, and I loved it very much. What about your top three? Um, or your number four? Yeah. Number four is actually Guardians. Like you said before, the team dynamic is just, just works so well. It's not just a standalone one superhero. It's a whole team. Yeah. While Ronin is... Ronin's not even the main focus of the movie. It's building the The team. relationship. Yeah. Okay. Anyways... What's your number three? My number three is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And the reason this movie is so high, besides the fact that Tom Holland does an incredible job, Green Goblin's amazing as always. Um, Andrew Garfield is uh, my favorite Spider-Man. And Me too. It, he, his acting, he just brings such an emotional, emotional, like, he, his just acting is so emotional that it works perfectly, the character of Spider-Man. You can see it whenever he catches M- MJ. He... He he's he's remembering how he could not how he couldn't save Gwen and I think, and that that's that's great and also, you people who complained about, Tom's, Tom Spider Man, he Iron Boy Junior or whatever the Iron hell they're Boy saying, Jr. he he becomes he goes out and becomes his own he has his own apartment now he's not rich he he doesn't have a teched up suit he he's by himself, and I think his story is really sad he has no one he doesn't even. He, was he lost his girlfriend, and he, I, it just it really makes you excited for the future of what's to come for Peter Parker. What about your number three? Um. Well, coming in at number three is where is my number three? Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, it is the first Doctor Strange. Um, it's a, I think his origin story is a little different. Um, the way, the way he struggled during his time at Comitage and then learning how to deal with his, um, broken hands and, you know, his broken spirit, um, and him just learning to control his powers despite not, or beside, despite his disability is just great. His fight with Dormammu was great, um... Instead of actually fighting, he used his brain and the yeah, mind stone I think, or I think, the time stone. I think uh, <coughs> Scott Derrickson was extremely clever whenever he wrote that part of the script. Um, yeah, that movie, Dark Change also barely missed out my top ten. Really love the movie. Probably has the best visuals in the entire MCU. The scene where Dark Change meets the Ancient One for the first time is, like, it's it's really mm-hmm. good. Although Caecilius and, um, is a very wasted wasted villain... Uh, the movie is made. Doctor Strange makes up for it, and it's good to see from this film all the way up to Multiverse of Madness. His character growth. He goes from just being arrogant and not caring about anyone else to caring, and that's I. That's why I love Doctor Strange so much. Do you mm-hmm. have anything else to say? Um, I feel like they 
really built they are building on Baron Mordo becoming a future villain um you know yeah and in Multiverse of Madness he he wasn't technically a villain but we all know deep down he is yeah it was good to see how you could uh Strange had a great question in Multiverse of Madness he was like are you sure you just weren't waiting for Steven to die, the other Steven. variant of Steven to die um so you could take over and that's kind of what he's the same he's basically the same guy here just with different motives and i really like that but coming off into my number two i have avengers infinity war i think this is probably the most complete marvel movie that you will see besides the winter soldier you're not i mean the action in this movie is amazing it probably has some of the best visuals in any of the marvel movies the thanos probably the best marvel movie villain probably won't ever be beat either and um dr strange was at his best in this film uh his fight with uh, thanos Thanos. is amazing thor was at his best in this film he they balanced balanced the comedic aspect of his character and also but also the serious he's lost so many people and you see that at the beginning when he loses loki he he's sad he he wants to be more and that's exactly what he does in this movie um the making of stormbreaker after we saw mjolnir be destroyed yes it's like he was gaining another part to himself his mjolnir meant that much to him odin enchanted it and oh it's kind of like a memory of his father but then we see in love and thunder that he still has a small attachment to mjolnir yeah and uh, iron man's also great in this film iron man's great in every film so there's not a point to talk about him and I really love no. this one. What about your number two? <laughs> number two is actually The Winter Soldier. I feel like it is one of the more complete films in the MCU. Um, again, uh, Cap not wanting to lose Bucky and just him finding out that he's still alive after all these years and gives him some conflict whether he should let Bucky go or pursue him. And then at the end when Bucky saved Cap from drowning, just yeah, it, beautiful. Yeah, amazing, amazing. But coming at my number one, we have Avengers Endgame. And all this, although this film has its fill of time travel plot holes and Hulk being a complete joke and an idiot sometimes, Thor sometimes being fat. joke, all fat and a joke, even though they, they could have made him not. But uh, the last hour of this movie is the best you'll find in any Marvel film or any superhero film in general. And it, it's just so great seeing Cap picking up Mjolnir whenever it was hinted at in Age of Ultron. It brings back... Natasha's death was super super, super sad if you, if you liked her character. And um, it sucks that you won't see her again. And the same, same with Tony. Tony was great. It was a great send-off to his character. And it was also a great send-off to Steve's character. Uh, Captain America's character. He, um, he, he w- wanted to go have a life that Tony had, like he saw earlier in the film with Tony's daughter Morgan, and he goes back to have that life with Peggy, and it really, it's just amazing. Sam becomes Captain America. Great. Down the mantle. Pass it. He pa- yeah. He passes down the mantle, and it. The only thing that uh, a negative of this movie is people expect saw this movie is so. Like hype, anticipated, hype, anticipated, and hype thrilling that they expect every other Marvel movie to be like like this. But there's not going to be another one for five years. What about your number one? Coming in at number one, 
would be Avengers Infinity War. See, for all the same reasons as you stated before, but all the heroes lost that day. In this two hour, in the span of two hours that we saw, we saw the Avengers relatively fail, but it just makes them have a motive to try again and find Thanos and beat him. Yeah, it was great. In the next movie. Um, So next we'll do our most underrated and overrated movies after we do our favorite TV show. And I'll I'll get started with my favorite TV shows um, being, uh, being Miss Marvel and... It may sound as a joke, but I really what they love what they did with their character. It, you get to learn about Pakistani culture, where she got her powers, and the entire point of her character is believing in yourself. You don't have to be someone else. She doesn't have to be Captain Marvel to be a hero. And I think you really see that with how much everybody loves her at the end of episode six. Mm-hmm. How the how the people of Jersey City or wherever the city was yeah. uh, show show her that love. Show her that appreciation and love, and it it's it's good. It's it's a coming of age story. I love coming of age stories, and it it's because we can relate to them. They're so good. Also, that Marvel uh, X Men mutant reference at the end of episode six was was great. You heard the X Men ninety seven theme song, and uh, it was amazing. What about your favorite? What about your favorite TV show? Um, well, my favorite would have to be. <laughs> Um, Moon Knight, the, I believe that, you know, <clears throat> the interaction between all three personalities and just... Conchu. Yeah, Conchu yeah. and, you know, even the suits are pretty fire. I mean, Mr. Knight is just... Uh, yeah, kiss. although the action, I mean, the story falls flat for me. Yeah. And <laughs> Arthur Harrow, I mean, Arthur Harrow, Ethan Hawke gets wasted as Arthur Harrow as a villain. It's not because of the show. It's because of the six-episode format Disney Disney keeps continuing with. Once they fix that problem, their shows will be amazing. And that's that being, brings me into one of my most underrated Marvel projects. That's WandaVision. One, people over-hate WandaVision. They're, they, they say it's a bottom-five MCU movie where it's not even close. I mean, bottom-five MCU project. Where well, it's not even close. It's top, it's top 15 for me here and uh, top 20. And I, I love it. There's... If you love the character of Wanda, you understand the grief and pain that she goes through. She doesn't even know what she's doing, and until she realizes it, it's too late. She's already taken up. She's, she's already, already become, messed up. But she's she already become the Scarlet it. Witch. And then Agatha was just a fun character. And all they, although although we got Ralph Bonard, Vision makes up for it. Vision is just amazing. Probably has some of the best writing. His the conflict. He wants to be remember who he is. And you want him to remember. You want him to make Wanda understand. Because you don't want her to go down the path of being a villain. No one does. And once she understands that, it it's amazing. And then it also sets up Multiverse of Madness really well with the post-credits scene. What yes. about your most underrated Marvel project? Underrated? To be honest, we're going to go with Eternals. While we did state that it would have been better as a show... Eternals was a great project, and... The, the characters were... I agree. The characters were super interesting, and you got to see the, the, the deviants. They're related to Thanos and, Thanos, and you also got to see Harry Styles at the end, which was... It's just great. It was great to see, too. The what? relationship between all of them was, was just great to see, and, you know, the visuals I, and all. Yeah, it was great. 
Uh, now for our most overrated project, <coughs> I have a like, I have a tie between Thor Ragnarok and um, Guardians Two. Um, Thor Ragnarok is great, but it's not top three. It, not much I can say. I don't know where. And so, for my un, uh, overrated uh, movie, would have to be Guardians Two. I feel as um, it's a little. Let's say let's say the same as Guardians One. Yondu's death obviously was heartbreaking, but we see that um, Peter Quill gets celestial level powers, and then but they yet disappear it's, the next. Yeah, ne- it's by the taken the away from him just as quick. Ego, probably one of the worst, like, blandest characters I've ever seen. He just just wanted to conquer the universe. Oh, Peter, I'm sorry. I I, I put a tumor in your mom's head just because I wanted to, bro. Like. Yeah, do better. Co- like, come on, bro. You could have just let her die peacefully. What the hell? Yeah, you don't have to give him a re. You don't have to give Peter a reason to kill you and use his powers. But you know, whatever. Um, so the the what are your? We're gonna wrap up our thoughts on the MCU. And for me, it's just I'm I'm just really excited to be here and watch these movies. <laughs> really. I, I'm excited for the future. Hopefully, um, Doctor Strange can lead into Secret Wars and Doctor Doom and all that good stuff. The Fantastic Four is also coming. I'm really excited for all that. And I, there's not, there's been bad stuff. There's been good stuff. There's been amazing stuff. But there's not much I can complain about because they're all different things. And whatever you like is whatever you like. I think um, people should get that. Um, what about your lasting thoughts? On the opposite end of the spectrum... I believe that the current state of the MCU is more worried about getting things out. Each Before COVID happened, we had about two or three projects a year coming out. Now we have about five or six that are restricted to the... I think... I think... I understand... A lot of why wanting. I understand where people get, come from whenever they say that. It's like you had to wait. It was a thrill of waiting for the next one. But also, you also got to remember, COVID stopped Marvel for nearly two years. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's not good for that. But Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm super excited for their next build-up. Like, what, Secret Wars? We'll see some of our favorite heroes come back. You know, it's it's something to wait for. And that's definitely what I'm excited for. Um... Well, I hope you all enjoyed this pod, the Us podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, bye.